the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. It's Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thanks for tuning in. We got, I uh, hope, a good show today. I hope you learn. I hope you grow. I hope you understand that the car business has changed tremendously in the last five or six years. But let's take the Lord first. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you and I give you the praise and the glory for this day and every day, the ability to talent, each person, helping them to see you what they're made of, how blessed they are, and how you've made them, and they've got so many talents, but let's use them making the right decisions. Bless them with learning and growing and understand what's going on in their lives, and I ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, remember Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. Are you learning? What are you doing with your money? What are you doing with your finances? The change in this business has been tremendous the last five years. Overhead continues to grow uh, every month. I mean, uh, new car dealerships are a million and a half, about to be to two million. Independent large used car dealerships are a million and a half, about to go to two million. Just give you one example, a gentleman who shopped the world to sell his uh, Avalanche the other day. He went to uh, CarMax. He went to Carvana. He went to Echo Park. He went to the place he bought it. He tried to trade it in, and it was from fourteen thousand to sixteen thousand. I gave sixteen five for it. Now, how do you move twenty five hundred on one vehicle? How can the the business who are experts move that much distance? Hello, uh, Archie and uh, Luther. How can and Barry's even on there? So how can we see that much difference? Hey, give us a call here, 210-340-9585, 210-340-9585. The business is out. There's overhead, and there's so much overhead. And so what happens is they got to figure every vehicle at some kind of profit, some kind of profit to put them in. So every vehicle that comes in, my overhead's almost nothing. I'm a blessed man. Uh, my overhead's so little that, and then I live, eat, and breathe the business. I love the uh, Mannheim auctions, but there's a couple of managers there that think they know it all, and I've offered my free advice. But oh no, they don't need it. And you know the bad part about it is they come from most of them come from rental car places, and and they've got a different mindset. So this business has got a million mindsets, a million different people. And so you've got to know, you've got to live, breathe, and eat this business to understand what makes it tick. And they live and breathe and understand what makes you tick. We're on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. If you'd like to go to Facebook Live and, and watch the show live, 
on Randy Adams' Facebook. Pull me up. Uh, I've got a face for radio, not not TV. So I want you to get every opportunity to learn and grow and understand what I'm trying to do. Uh, go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Follow the easy process. Describe your car. I'll make you an offer on the car. Or call me on my mobile and get pen and paper. I'll give it out two or three times a day, 830-708-4789. I have so many people call me. I gave that number already. You, you, Yeah, I gave it twice. Oh, okay. So all right, call in. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. How do you get prepared? How do you get educated? We have a young lady here that's training, and she was in that education process, and she'd probably shake her head yes because she got educated every day. And they have sales manager meetings. They have meetings. They have education. They have emails. You can go to YouTube and see the training that a lot of salesmen and salespeople get. They try to learn how to push your button, how to sell you on pride, greed, selfishness, how to keep up with the Joneses. Remember, the Joneses tried to keep up with me. Uh, I was the meanest and the baddest and everything else in the world. I, you know, I've been in the car business 56 years. I've never had a job. I've been a blessed man all my life, and I love this business. But you know what? Jesus Christ changed my heart. I love helping. I love serving. Uh, I was at HEB the other day, and two little girls was hollering and screaming at her mother, there's the guy, there's the guy. I'm the welcoming guy on the Stone Oak side at Cornerstone Church. These two little girls, I guess I made an influence on them. They they saw me. I made a difference, and they saw me. But are you making a difference? How do you see yourselves? If you went to Numbers in the Bible and looked up, when they sent the, the scouts out to look at the other country, Hey, they saw giants, and they felt like grasshoppers. But your image, how do you feel about your image? Is your image matter in a vehicle? Do, do, are you that grasshopper, and you want to be a giant in a world of car business? Do you want to be a giant when you're riding around looking cool to your friends? But does your pocketbook match up to it? I mean, why is the government putting in – they put in the last month $220 billion to the banks in the United States. The government gave them $220 billion. That's with a B. It's because of the bad loans, because of people being in debt. There's seven and a half million loans that are over 90 days past due right now. Seven and a half million. And that's not counting the four million they're going to write off this year that they can't find and everybody's gone and there's a problem. And so what's going on? The car prices are high. I mean, used cars, how many times you can look at a used car and truck, and it's over $20,000. I mean, I'm buying stuff right now, forty and 50000 and selling. I mean, we're, we bought a truck last week that was $48,000, and it's three years old. You know, of course, it's low miles, Mac Daddy brand new, in the box, the right kind of unit. And so why... Are these vehicles so high? Why are the people hustling? Why are the people trying to get back? It's because the payments are too high and loss of value. Now, if this truck was 100,000 miles, the 17, if it was 100,000 miles, it had been 30, 35,000 instead of 48. But here we go again. The new truck was new, was nearly 80,000. That's, of course, remember, I keep reminding you, you got a partner in life. He's called Uncle Sam. You're going to pay the taxes, and then you're going to make the payment on your car. But your image, how do you see yourself? 
I mean, we see everything else. We see everybody else. We see our problems in life. But we can't see ourselves unless we look at a mirror. And then how, when we look in a mirror, how do we see ourselves? How do we judge ourselves? Are we judging ourselves by our actions, by our thoughts, our decisions? How can you judge yourself by your last few purchases? And I'm talking about everything. I mean, you know, if we look at thinking about buying a TV, how many times have you researched months and months to buy a TV and then you decide to go buy a car and you jump up and you run into that dealership and you're not prepared, you're not educated. You know, knowledge is power. That's what the Bible says, and I believe it. But I want wisdom. I want wisdom on myself. I want wisdom with others. How do I see myself? I see myself differently since I've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. I see myself as a giver, not a taker. Car business, it's all takers. I'm, I, and I'm, I'm fighting that every day with myself and with everybody else. And so, you know, we've got to understand, I want to treat people the way I would want them to treat me. I want them to tell the truth. I want to tell the truth. But in the car business, we've got out of, out of that that line, that, that boundaries. We, you know, everybody lives in boundaries. And our boundaries for telling the truth is, is small. It's narrow. But, I mean, the boundaries in the car business is wide open. I mean, I got car dealer magazines that I get every month. The violations, I mean, and the lawsuits and the government because they can't police the car dealers. Number one, the car dealers are too smart. They, number one, the government don't understand the car business. Well, I mean, let's get back to Pocahontas. You know, Mrs. Warren, she was going to straighten up the car business. She said 26, this was in 16, 26 billion was made on customers on F&I. That's profit. That's not the product. That's profit. 26 billion a year. And she was going to straighten it up. You know, and then she blabbed her mouth for about two, three months. And then all of a sudden, she stopped, stopped talking about it. She hadn't talked about it since. Why? Did she get paid off by the car dealers or what? Did she get paid off by the banks? You know, the banks, here, I can't believe the government gave the banks $220 billion the last month, six weeks, to pump up the car loans. Why? Because here we go again. We got the outlaws that are in the stock market. What they do? They bundle all those bad uh, loans together, and they put a bond, and they sell that bond on stock market. And so those bonds are bad. So they're pumping up, the government's pumping up the bonds, trying to save the the banks on showing all these big losses when they can loan it 20 to 1. 5% is all they got to need to cover. So that's 20 to 1. And so these banks, if they got 100000 in the bank, say grandma puts a hundred grand in the bank, well, they can loan two million. How many, how many loans is that? Two, three hundred? At you know, at their average now this is car dealer talk. This is car dealer magazine. This is what they print. Average uh, loan is seven percent. But if you walk in, I've seen some of these independent big used car lots. They're charging you sixteen, eighteen. Why? Because convenience. We want convenience. I want to. I want to just walk in there. I want to spend a little time as I can. I want to sign up and I want to get out. Oh, I don't know what my interest rate is. You know, I do know what my payment is. Big deal, Lucille. You know what your payment is? That's all? Well, I don't know really what they gave me trade in. You don't know? You know, I mean, just like that that gentleman that shopped his avalanche. How do you beat a 
uh, all the big-time people who are advertising, they buy cars and they give top money. How do I beat them 2500 from one end to the other? And sold the vehicle, you know, 10 minutes later. It's due to overhead. It's due to image. It's due to what you want to make, what you, what you have to make, what you got to clear overhead, what you're comfortable with, what you're content with. Your, is your image, are you content with your image? Do you feel like the grasshopper, you're small? And when you come across a problem, you know, they talk about the plus mustard seed in the Bible, how small it is. But if you've got that much faith, that little bit of seed can move a mountain. What's the mountain? The mountain's a problem. What's a problem right now in, in today's society is car loans. Because, you know, you, you, you buy cars, you pay for cars for 30 years, and you're, you're still buying a new car, and you're still behind, and you still owe ten fifteen thousand 15000 too much. You know, I can walk through a HEB parking lot. I can tell you every car who's buried and who's not, who's got a big payment and who's not, who's never going to get out of the, the circle of debt, who's going to continue to pay the rest of your life. And, I mean, we've, I've talked about many people I've met and learned that have been paying 30, 40 years on a vehicle, and they don't have nothing paid for, and they still owe too much money. I mean, I've seen people lately with 20000 upside down and needing to get out, can't make the payment, struggling. But the image they carry, they don't think about. Do you think about your, your finances? Do you think about your future? Do you think about retirement? Do you think about the vision you've got? I mean, you know, God's got a purpose for everybody. He's got a purpose for me. And my ministry, have you got a ministry? Who are you helping? Who are you being mentored to? You know, and the image that you're carrying, you're seeing yourself, and, and you want to see yourself as important. You want to see yourself as that giant. You don't see yourself as a grasshopper against a giant. So what do you do? You buy something that improves your image in your mind. What controls that mind? What controls it? See, the problem is... Buying a vehicle starts in your mind, and, and our imaginations explode. Well, we get help from neighbors, friends, uh, co-workers, relatives, and then we get in the car lot, and they let our imagine. Hey, they've got the presentation, the presentation to show you that your image is going to grow. You're going to get better. You're going to, you know, all take the worries out of driving a car. We're going to see you extended warranty for you know, $5,000, and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We're going to take care of you. They're going to take care of every available dollar out of your pocket they can get. That's part of it. Hey, I've seen so many sales managers send somebody back for more money. And and the other and they talk about, it, oh, we got 5000 made on the car, and they want more money. They want all the money available you have. They will send you back to go borrow money, to get it more off your, your credit card, get more off of everything they can. Why? Because that's part of the business, and that's what it takes, and that's what it takes for the stockholders to be happy. That's what it takes for the owners to be happy. The image you have that you're carrying around, you need to get the better image. You, you need to look at yourself. You need to examine yourself. What are you doing with your finances? How are you being productive? How are you wasting time? How, you know, how are you making a bad decision? You know, and so now we're seeing a lot of hell damage cars keep floating in Texas. And, and here's a thought. Car dealers, and I have a lot of car dealers listening to the show. I think we're going to be a, 
near future, we can't afford or we're not going to be able to get health protection on the insurance companies. And if I was an insurance company, I wouldn't want to sell health insurance either. It's because, you know, it costs so much money. So who makes the money? They, hey, I think car dealers uh, pray for hell. They make more money on hell damage cars than they do the nice ones. Why? Because they collect ten, fifteen thousand 15000 per unit. And what do they do with that money? They put it in their pocket and they say you and say, hey, I've collected 15000 Hello, Rick and Anthony and uh, Weston. Uh, Weston's running for office and I'm going to vote for him. And so, uh, you know, what? I can't understand why we can't look at our future. We don't know what's going to happen to us. Tomorrow, how can we figure out a seven-year note and pay all that interest and all that insurance? And you got to know what your vehicle's worth. That's why you need to go to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Follow my easy process and describe your car. I'll make an offer on your car. Or uh, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. No, we don't have a call yet, Barry. Hey, give us a call. Hey, the questions you asked, probably somebody's got the same question. Somebody, you know, are going through the same thing. And But give us a call if you need to know, 210-340-9585. And we got one or two more weeks, Barry, of this show, two more weeks. Today's show will be played at 11 on, on the radio, 1160 a.m. on the radio at 1 p.m. today. So if you want to listen to it again or get one of your relatives, your friends, your kids, somebody. I mean, we go to school for eight years to become a neurosurgeon. I'm not. Uh, but, I mean, car dealers, we go to school for the rest of our lives and the changes and the new things and the Internet, you know. And so how do you, how do you get prepared for the Internet? You know, people are wanting convenience, and that's why they'll, they'll deliver it to your house. You'll deliver it. I've got a Chevrolet dealer, D- Dodge dealer, Ford dealer, Cadillac dealer, Lincoln dealer, Jeep dealer. I've got all these dealers that will deliver it to your door, and you can take time on the F&I, and they don't have that F&I person standing in front of you, beating you up, wearing you out. we got a caller, Barry. And so uh, beating you up and, and, you know, what's going on. And so we can do – and you'll – hey, shop the price. You won't beat the price. I deal with the Covert Auto Group in uh, Austin, and they're the best. And I've done business with them for 40 years, and there's never been a problem. Hey, add-ons, they don't put all this add-ons for the people. You know, they don't put all this other stuff on there. And and you've got every customer that I do the deal, they love it, and they're they're happy to do it. So, Bell, is that correct? Bill, okay. It looked like an E. Bill, okay, Bill. <laughs> hey, Randy. How you doing? How you doing, buddy? Good. Good. Listen, I'm looking for a 70 duster, 340. Oh, wow. Oh wow! There's not many of them around. You're gonna to have to work the internet, Bill. You're gonna to yeah. have to work the internet. Yeah, you feeling good, Bill? I know that uh, Bill. Bill, I've known for a long time. I can tell by his voice. Uh, he's a he was a super salesman in the old days. Uh, but our business has changed since Bill's been in the business. He's been selling campers, and uh, for a good company. And uh, but I, I remember Bill and uh, Bill's now looking for a toy, evidently, or he's 
He's just, you know, we have these dream cars. And, you know, if, if you buy the right car and you take care of it in, a, in that type of car build, it's not going to cost you much money to enjoy it and keep it. It won't lose the value like these brand-new cars. You right. Know? And so that, that's the good attitude to have. But, you know, the best kind of car is a paid-for car. And so if you're buying toys, my opinion, you need to pay for at least half of it down or all of it at one time. Because it's right. a toy. You're not going to use it all the time. It's going to keep its value, and there's a good chance it'll go up in value. But I don't. Yes. I, uh, but right now, I've watched the antique car business. I used to build street rods and hot rods. I don't have the time, and I don't deal with But I do watch that market, and I do buy and sell a few. I've got a 41 Willis Coupe with a blown uh, Chevy motor. I've got a T-Bucket with a blown motor in it. You, you remember the old T-Bucket days, Bill. Oh, you bet. This one's got a blown uh, engine in it, supercharged on it. And so, but, you know, but the market is, you can make some good buys on that market, but then we've got to be able to resell them. There'll be a point, and I'm thinking we're getting close to that, we'll have more old cars to uh, on the market for sale than we do buyers. Plus, the young millenniums don't care about those type of cars. And, and they, right. they don't have that desire, and they don't want to work on them. They want to work on the Hondas, the Toyotas, the Scions, that kind of deal. Yeah. And so now the older guys are passing away. I mean, there's been some guys that are up in their 80s and 90s sell a collection of two, three, five hundred cars. And so that gets dumped on the market. So we're seeing – I watched uh, Barrett Jackson the other day or the other weekend in between odds and ends. And it looked like to me the market was down pretty good. But still there's some super rich who think that there's an investment. The problem with these investment high-dollar real-quality cars, you can't drive them. You got to have a place to park them. You got to have insurance on them. You got to keep them up, and they'll run down sitting there. And I mean, it's you know, how many do we need? I I've got buddies that's got you know, I know one man's got three hundred of them, and they're all sitting there, and he has to pay people to keep them up and keep them going. I mean, yeah. where where is our attitude? Where is our fo- focus? Where is our vision? Have we got so much money laying around that we want to see it go down? He had, just to give you an example, they had a Rolls-Royce at one time was worth a million and a half. They sold it 20 years later to half a million. Now, if you'd have sold it for a million and a half and then invested that million and a half, what would it be worth versus the half a million he sold it for later? Wow. So, you know, Golly, Randy, that, you know, I mean, that, that that's the deal. I mean, what I need to do is I got an eye on a car. It's going to make a lot of money. I just wonder if I could write a draft on you. <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. Hey, and, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> no, I'll tell you, hey, 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 I tell you one thing. I, I'll catch you on hey, 60-40. Yeah, hey the, hey, the drafts are out of date. There's no drafts anymore. Banks don't do drafts. Oh, there's no drafts that's anymore. How, yeah, for the last – Five to seven years, there's no drafts. It's a scorecard is all you use it for. So when they get the title, we have to do checks. And lots of places, yeah. I, I do business with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. I do a lot of business yeah. with them. Well, i got to have a cashier's check before I pick it up. They know I'm good. Yeah. They've done business with me for 40 years. They know I can pay for it. But due to other guys not being able to pay for it in the business, the squirrely ways right. they do it, we we all have to do uh cashier's checks 
So drafts have gone due to float, and I love float. We need float, but we don't get float no more. Auctions used to hold our checks when we bought a car. Now they hammer them as soon as you give them. And the t- they used to hold them till the title came in, and then they would right. deposit. When they- well, they don't do that no more. It's all, um, you know, they, they don't trust nobody. I- they don't trust anybody in the car business. So why wow. does the public trust the people in the car business? You know, here we go again. You know, the, yeah. the people in the business don't trust car dealers. And I'm talking about new car dealers have to take a cashier's check to Enterprise right. and to the bank, uh, to a lot of situations. So if they don't trust the car people who they're in the business with, why does the public trust them? That's right. You're right. You're exactly right, brother. I guarantee you. Uh, you know, and, exactly and you've right. seen changes. You've seen the changes. You've been in it, I, I guess, 40 years. I've probably known you yeah. 40 years. You've seen the changes in the business. Oh, by yeah. the way, that, that 30, the first car I sold you when you were Hudson and Pierce was a 34 Ford. That, and uh, that four-door sedan that I'd built, and it won Best Sedan in, in Waco, Texas. That's right. And, and that, car, well, that, was I, a car. that car three years ago was down on San Pedro for sale, and I couldn't get down there fast enough. I was going to buy that car back. I didn't get down there in time to get it bought back. But memories of old cars. But I was productive back then. I built them. I painted them. I worked on them. I rebuilt the motors. I did all of that. Well, Bill, thank you for calling in. God bless you. Thank you, Randy. I appreciate you taking me on your show. Thank you. Have a blessed day. This is Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. Hey, text somebody, call somebody. We got another half of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about image. We're talking about the market. We're going to talk about the changes. We're going to talk about the future. Hey, what are you doing? How are you, what's, how do you see yourself? You see everybody else around and then you want to be like them, look like them? Are you content with who, what your image is or what you look like? You know, pride, greed, and selfishness, when you make a purchase with that, your back pocket national sometimes can't pay. Well, God bless you, San Antonio. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Give me a call after the show, 830-708-4789. We'll be right back, Facebook. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Heard right here at 630, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello, San Antonio. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to try my best to to help you understand what's going on in the car business, help you be a better buyer, help you understand what's going on in your buying, what makes you tick, what makes you sell, how, what, how they push your button to sell. Hello, Karen, and uh, also uh, Stephen. And so what are they doing to you? How do they close? Presentation of the car lodge, presentation of the building, presentation on, on how they sell, how they show you the vehicle, how they put you. But, you know, here's what the, a lot of dealers do. They make you close yourself and take ownership of that vehicle. How would your image look? How would you look? How would you feel? How would you drive? How, what would you do? So give us a call here if you've got any kind of questions, 210 340 9585. That's 210-340-9585. So they, they've tried to build your image in that vehicle to close you on that vehicle, 
to make you ownership. Now, th- that's what a lot of these guys do when they deliver a car to you. Now, remember, if, they, if you don't hearken the door, you don't go inside the door, you got 72 hours, say, I want out of this deal. But most dealers, because of Amazon, because of Walmart, they'll, they'll buy it back the next three or four days anyway because they know they've got to keep that. They don't, hey, what's happened? The Facebook uh, getting on, getting bad reviews. That's why they're buying the cars back. Not because they want to, not, but it's because they have to. If the customer's unhappy, they're scared of bad reviews. If the customer's not going to be happy with the car, they liable to hammer the person, and it's, the media is going to kill you. And so, you know, I've got a lady that I sold a vehicle to. It was wrecked. And so she, uh, I, I didn't get all my money back. I took the loss. Well, she thought she was going to have to pay. She listened to somebody else, and so she gave me a bad review. I, I explained the way it really is. What's happened is, you know, why it's a bad review. And I, she didn't have to pay. She never paid another dime. And, you know, partly it was her dad. Her dad said, well, you're going to have to pay that thing. He didn't get all his money. You're going to have to pay it. Because, you know, because I was dealing with her dad, and I helped him out. Most of the time when you help people in the car business, you get bit. But, you know, you just got to keep going, and that's part of it. But your image of how you feel, how you look, is important to you, but and they know that. So that's how they sell you is on your image. Well, you need to build your image up. You need to get ready, but you need to be educated. You need knowledge. You know, Proverbs 1, 5 says, and I've stated it earlier uh, before Facebook, let the wise listen to add to their learning. Who are you learning from? Who are you listening to? Do you want to listen to a salesperson that don't know your finances, don't know your future? Don't know what's happening. Don't know your needs. Don't know your family needs. And they're going to put you in something just like the gentleman three weeks ago went in to buy a, buy a brand new Ford truck and ended up with a GT Mustang and had 35000 down. Add that up, folks. He, he could have owned the car. He still owed 24000 after 10 months of six, uh, paying in 6000 When you get all those figures, this man's going to lose thirty three thirty five thousand on that vehicle. And he's 75 years old, and he's having a tough time getting in and out. Who pushed his button? What was his image? Was his image of when he was young, when he had a Mustang, when they were new in 1966 and 7? Is that why the image that he had, he had an image of himself young and got me a sports car. And your wife said, we need to buy a truck. We come in here to buy a truck. And he said, honey, this has been my dream car, you know. I mean, you know. They ended up with the wrong vehicle. Why? Because salespeople, 85% of people that walk into a dealership buy something they don't intend to. And that's not Randy Adams's figure. That's the new car dealer, the manufacturers and all. Hello, Stephen and uh, Greg and Ricky Zeller. I thank you all for being on Facebook, Randy Adams. Uh, but tell us, hey, Tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy your car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Tell 20 people to go to my website, learntobuyandsellcars.com. Why? Because it's got the basics there. First off, go to ftc.gov, free best website website to find your score. Look at your credit score, study your credit, clean it up, get it ready, 
be ready to buy your next vehicle because of your score being as high as it can and the interest rate as low as it can. Then after you've cleaned it up, got it straight, paid the things you should have paid or look for things that should be off that you paid they didn't take off, see if somebody's trying to steal your identity. Uh, I had a friend of mine the other day told me that they, somebody stole his identity, bought a new truck. Well, there's some new scams out there, and I don't want to talk about them, but I've, I've talked to the state. I was in a class with the state and how to protect dealers and what's going on because there's a lot of thieves out there with false identity buying new cars. And so you've got to watch out. The dealers are taking a huge loss. Well, it's actually the bank. Here we go again. Here, here's, here's what happens, and, and I'll explain this. We'll run through that, and then we'll get back on my website. Uh, dealers, they sell these people. They sell you when they walk in. They get interest rate cheap, and then they add a big interest rate on you, and they sell you, and they don't care if it don't fit your budget, it don't fit your lifestyle, don't fit your family. They don't care nothing about because they collect their money. They sell the note to the bank. And they say, we love you. Come back when you can stay longer. Yeah. And so then they got their money. The bank is the one that takes it. That's why they must be that $220 billion, but not a million, billion that the government's pumped into the loan business. And, the, on, and their bonds are, why do we let stockbrokers bundle up a bunch of bad loans and sell it to the public as a great deal? Huh? I mean, you know, well, just like, I mean, we talk about, and all car dealers tell me, title loans are the worst thing in the world, 330% interest. You you pay back in six months more than you borrowed, and then you owe another 20 months. So you, on a $5,000 loan, you pay back 26000 Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody don't do a title loan. They're a pure highway robbery. It's illegal in 27 states, but not in Texas. So the banks are the one taking the hit when the salespeople sell you for big money and put you in something that you don't want because they're on the hook, not the dealer. The dealer says, hey, I love you, bank. Here's your note. Give me my money. And so then we, we see what's going on there. That's why you need to clean your credit up, make sure nobody's stealing your identity, be ready. Hey, and then uh, go to a bank. Go to five or six bank credit union. See what they'll loan you. See what your credit stand. Also, if you've got weak credit, go to uh, lightstream.com, lightstream.com. It's SunTrust Bank, and, and they're doing a lot of loans. And if you've got weak credit, they give you a better credit uh, interest rate than anybody else. And so check them out, uh, especially for teachers. Uh, you know, if a teacher's struggling because they don't get paid a whole lot, they love teachers. There's a lot of banks and, and all the manufacturers love teachers. So if you're a teacher, you can buy a new car and instead of working, you know, with a bad credit going into these dealerships and they beat you up for 26% interest. So, Talk to your banks, talk to credit unions, talk to a bunch of them, line everything up. And if you find a credit union or bank that'll give you the same rate as your old bank, hey, get you a new line of credit, get you a new avenue, just and save the old bank for emergencies. And so after you've done that, talk to your, figure out what you're going to buy and then talk to your mechanic, your body shop, talk to parts houses, go online, research what that car is, see if it's good, check the manufacturer, see if there's recalls on it, see if there's class action shoots against them. There's a lot of work to be done to save a lot of money. You do a little work, you're going to save a little money. You do a lot of work, you can save a lot of money. Make that right purchase. See what the problem is, what they're fixing, what they're working on. 
So there's so much to look at on one of these things. And so then after you've talked to bike and you've got it lined up, you've got your mechanic, he'll work on it. Remember, I talk about, you know, if you buy a Maserati, you better have a Maserati mechanic somewhere. There's another phone call. And so uh, you've got you to be ready. And so after you've got that all done, search the Internet, search the dealer, check the car, check the Carfax. Uh, so many dealers right now are buying bad Carfax cars, but they say, oh, we don't do Carfax. We don't look at Carfax. Liar, liar, pants on fire, they look at Carfax. Every one of them's got an app on their phone, and if they've got the auctions, all the auctions have it on their phone that you can get. So you can look it up, and you know exactly what it is. So, hey, you writing better this time? Jimmy, <laughs> we got Jimmy online. Hello, Jimmy. How you doing? Good, how are you? What do you mean you're going to be only on for two more weeks? Oh, the, just on eleven sixty. Eleven sixty. They, uh, the this station, they they've been a blessing in my life, and so they had some time on eleven sixty. That I'm staying with KSLR. I love this station. Oh, okay. I love the people who work here. I love everything about it. I'm staying with them. I'm on another station I used to be on at 5 o'clock Saturday morning, but you can go to learn to buy and sell cars.com and see my times. I need to get that one posted. We we just struck a deal. I Actually, I've got so many stations wanting my show. It's unbelievable. But we need corporate sponsors. It's it, It's amazing to me that the people in business don't care about their customers. Bankers. I mean, bankers... I'd have me teaching the good customers. I'd have them teaching the, the employees, and I would go in there and teach them. I go to Valero a lot, teach there. I teach at schools. I teach at churches. I'd want my employees making better decisions. I'd want my customers making better decisions, understanding the business. But no, not the banks. They want them to go out and get a big old 72-month loan and, and make that interest and say, hey, keep it up. And that way, if they never get it paid off, they keep they keep them loaning them. I want my customer in better shape where they can enjoy life and, and enjoy re- retirement. But, oh, no, I've talked to several banks and credit unions. Oh, no, we don't want to do that, you know. And if they're indirect lending, they lend it to the dealers. See, they lend indirect lending banks lend to dealers. And then what happens there is that they loan it at a cheap rate. The dealer makes two to fifteen, twenty percent on the on the rate. They get the dealer gets paid, and the bank gets hung with the, the note. So, but Jimmy, thank you for calling and making that clear. I'm, I meant that you know they take the show. I didn't explain that right today. That was my fault. Uh, they take this show. And they give me this great time cheap on uh, eleven sixty at one p.m. And so okay. that show is going to stop. Now we got other shows. We're working on other stuff. Uh, the stations I'm with are all trying to work with me. They love my show. They see the response. They see that they're helping their 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 listeners, and they want their listeners to make better decisions. And that's why I work with the uh, Rocks Covert in the Covert Auto Group. Because they know if you know the difference, you know how to buy right, and you know the, you want to know the right interest rate, and you don't want to get beat up in F&I, that's why they sponsor my show on another station. Can you believe that's the only car dealer that wants to sponsor my show? Of course, I want one that tells the truth. I won't take just anybody. and so. But a bank should be sponsoring this show. I mean, uh, 
Uh, Auto Extras should be sponsoring the show because I talk to people about Auto Extras, how you can get uh, backup cameras. They got so much, it's unbelievable, and I've been using them for, I don't know, over 20 years. But there's so many sponsors out there that Auto want their customers be educated in making better decisions. So I I'm thank you for you being concerned that I was getting off air. No, I'm not getting off the air. This is a large show, not mine. And the Lord All wants right. me to be on. So thank you for calling Amen. and asking that question. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank Take you. Care. God bless. God bless. And so I'm sorry I, I misquoted that, but no, I'm staying on 630 KSLR. Barry won't let me off. He's got a pistol or something, I just know. So uh, I want to stay here because I love this station, and and it's kind of funny. I got on this station with uh, Baron Wiley because I went to a garage sale. <laughs> but my voice is unique. So many people all the time, people walking into church at Cornerstone, they'll say, you sound like Randy Adams. I say, well, that's because I am. You know, <laughs> And uh, they say, oh, I love your show. I, I don't know how many hundreds of people that come in that door. I, I work the morning service and the uh, first service and second service at Cornerstone on the door on, on uh, Stone Oak side. And uh, I greet people. I, I get them to smile. They call me the apostle of joy because I, I get people to smile. If they don't, I harass them till they do. I make them smile when they come in there. I want to get them ready. I want them to get them open-minded. I want them to get them feeling good. But that's what I'm trying to get you to do. I'm trying to get you open-minded. I'm trying to get you educated. I'm trying to be your mentor. I want you to get on that Internet and shop and shop the dealer and shop prices and understand and look at the Carfax, understand the past history. Yeah, Carfax makes a few mistakes. It's only everybody, don't you? You know, I mean, it's just like something I'm going through right now. Uh, God forgets our past east to west. Hey, man, that's big. Well, we all make mistakes, expectations. We expect car dealers tell the truth. Boy, boy, they don't lie. We expect people to treat us right. Well, I'm, it's hard. I mean, we expect so much out of other people, but are we doing the same thing? Just like a salesperson. We expect the, the customer to tell us the truth, but I don't tell the truth. We expect the, the customer to don't, you know, we're going to just tell them whatever we want, put them in there. They can make the payment. That's not my problem. They they agreed to that payment. That It's not my problem. It's my job. Don't take offense to it. It's my job. I'm supposed to get all the money out of you I can. Well, let me tell you something. I want to face a man. I'll buy him the cars back year, two, three, that somebody I sold them. I bought an expedition back from a, a guy the other day. That he had it for two or three years. Now he don't need it no more. He's got a company car. Now he needs to sell it. So I bought it back. Sometimes these salespeople will dodge you and not tell you the truth and not want it. I, I had a lady that uh, came from a dealership, and I told her, I said, uh, she said, I, you know, I bought something I shouldn't have bought. I said, you bought it off of an independent used car dealer that I know real well. And she said, yeah. I said, well, do you want to know what the real market is? She said, yeah, and so I told her. She said, I paid double than that. I said, double? She said, double. I said, well, i tell you what. Go back over to the car dealer and say, here, here's the car. What will you give back for me? Cash right now, no trade. I need to sell it back to you. They're going to give you song and dance. Oh, I don't need to buy it right now. I got too many or this, that, or other. They'll come up with some big lie. You know, I mean, excuses. What is the excuse? Excuse is a thin-skinned lie. 
and they'll come up with some kind of excuse, that thin-skinned lie, and then they're happy about it, you know, and they think it's okay. But you know what? It's not okay. I mean, you know, they sold this lady something she didn't need, a sports car. What in the world is this lady? She's 60 years old. Why does she need a sports car? And they sold it to her for way too much money. So she goes back over there. Then she came back to me because they wouldn't make her an offer. It's amazing they owned that car two months earlier. It's amazing now they don't want that car. I said, did you tell them that when they were selling it to you, they told them that this car was too cheap and that it was the best buy around, that everybody loves them, everybody wants them, but now they don't want to buy it? Why, what happened here? This lady said, yeah, they wouldn't make me an offer at all. I couldn't believe it, Randy. I said, well, I told you they wouldn't. I said, you, you did remind them. A camper. I bought a camper from a lady in the military. And campers, let me tell you something. Be prepared. If you buy one, you better be in love with it. And after seven years, they're not worth nothing. I bought a lot of them. But this lady bought one to move in because she had a child by a guy, and they were going to get married. And she was in the military. And so she gave 42000 and they told her what a great deal, and it was the best deal around, and she was going to love it, this, that, and the other. Well, her, the father of her child split and wasn't coming back, and she knew it. So she needed to move on the base for her to have child care. Well, she needed to sell the camper. Here's a camper. She just paid 42000 for it. She calls me, said, Mr. Adams, I know you buy campers. I said, yeah. And she said, well, I need to sell this one. I said, okay. She said, uh, I said, but hold it. It's it's six months old, yeah. I said, call the place where you bought it and ask them what they'll give for it. So she called, and they said, oh, we don't buy used campers. I said, she called me back, and I said, was there used campers on, on the property? Yeah. I said, they must have took them in trade? Yeah. Uh, I said, and they don't want to buy that one back? No. I said, well, call them back and say, now, listen, y'all told me it was a great deal. You were giving me a military discount. It, everybody loves them. They're hard to find. Good. Make me an offer. And they said, oh, well, we can't. And finally she said, you got to make me some kind of offer, 15000 She'd paid 42000 six months prior, and they're wanting to give her 15000 back for it. Well, long story short, I gave her 21000 and I sold it three, four days later and made money. But, yes, it was a good unit. Yes, it was like new. Somebody got a good buy if they were looking for that same kind of unit. That happens all the time. you got to be ready for a loss on a camper. So when you buy a camper, make sure you're buying the right one. Make sure you're, you're shopping price. Make sure you're shopping you know, quality with quality because there's some good ones and some bad ones. Same way with cars. Buy the right color. Buy the right equipment, you know. I mean, you know, right now we've got abundance of high-mileage off-lease work trucks, all-field trucks, and they're cheap. They're not worth a whole lot of money, and they're a little difficult to sell. We're in a market change. The market dropped about 1500 to 2000 and dealers are not ready. Hey, dealers, here's the deal. I had to explain this to a well-known wholesaler in, in town. He said, what's going on with the market Wednesday? I said, let me tell you what's going on in the market. We always have a drop. October, it was a little early. And let, what happens is we've got two, two 2020s coming in left and right. Boy, they're loading them up. we got 19 sitting on a lot. Some dealers got 18s on the lot. I know a man that bought a 17 Corvette, and he was proud of it until I told him, you're driving a, four, a three-year-old car, Bubba. Yeah, 
I said, just in case you want to sell it next week, you're driving a big-time used, used car. He said, we don't have many miles. Yeah, but it's three years old. So the market, we got lots of new cars. We've got a lots of rental cars. We've got a lot of repos. We've got a lot of off-lease all coming in at one time. And, and then we have a little slow period because summer's over and the end of the year's coming and people are not moving as fast as they were. So now we always have a market change. The last 50 years, 56 I've been in the business, 50 years with a market change. And so now the dealers, how would you like to be sitting on 1,500 used cars with a market drop of $2,000? Nice low-miles cars are still hard to get, but you've got to shop out new market, old market. The new market is less than the old market. If I had a stock for $100 and it it had been $100 up till two weeks ago, now it's uh, $80. Are you going to run to the stockbroker and give him $80 for that stock? Are you going to give him, I mean, $100 for that stock that they own at $100 when they they bought it a couple of months ago? Are you going to own it? At $80, what the market's worth today. Know what the market change is. Know what's going on. Know what diminished value is. There's so much to know in the car business. Know what a Carfax, if a car's got a bad Carfax or a good Carfax. Look at it. Talk to your body shop. Understand. Lots of dealers, like I told you in the beginning of the show, are buying cars at the auction, looking at their bad Carfax, buying the car three to 5000 cheaper, and then saying, hey, you know, I've got a well. I've got a car that's got. I bought an eighteen Nissan crew cab. Had a minor accident, but it shows to be an accident. You know, and they normally sell for twenty two to twenty four thousand. I can sell this one for seventeen five. You know, five thousand less. That's the new market. That's a that's a one that's been in an accident. I can show you where it was painted on left front fender. It drives perfect. Looks perfect, but it's had an accident on it. You gotta know what they're worth. Don't pay twenty two thousand for one, and in a year from now saying I want to get rid of it, they drive it in. You say, oh well, it's got a bad Carfax. It's worth not as much as it, you know. So know what it's worth. Understand what you're doing. Understand what you're buying. You know, a vehicle don't know who owns it. The vehicle don't know what it's worth, and he don't care. That car is a car. Now, it's worth something no matter who owns it, but what's the real value? You need to know that real value. You need to understand. Go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Study it through. Know what your trade's worth, just like I was about to finish up on the, about going to learn to buy and sell cars.com. Know what your trade's worth. Know what I was worth. Now, let me tell you something. You got a nice, really low mileage car. You might want to sell it on. You start trying to sell it before you buy the new one. You got a low mileage car. Dealer will make three, four thousand. You want them to make three or four thousand, or do you want to make three or four thousand? Low miles, nice cars are hard to get. That's the number one question on all the dealer magazines. We got a new way of finding out how to buy low miles. They're lying. There's only so many of them. People don't take care of them. People drive them further more than any time else. You need to know. Give me a call on my mobile eight three zero seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine. Hey, and improve your image. Understand what you are, who you are, what your finances are, how productive you are, what you're doing to do better, to be the best person you can be. I want you to be the best person you can be. I want to improve your image with yourself, with you, to be the best person you can be, to put effort in, to put to care 
have the right attitude, have love, joy, peace flow through you to go to others. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Hey, I'll be here forever until they close the door of this place. I love you, San Antonio. God bless you. Hey, forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are due to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. God bless you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.